Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. An exciting ride, to say the least. The ability to stream has been shut off again. Uh, so we're trying to scramble and get this uh, back on its feet. And so that we can hit everybody on Facebook. we got Corey Roman's going to be joining us here in, in just a few minutes. We're already about 15 minutes late on Corey. Um, it has been a, a busy, busy couple of weeks. Appreciate everybody tuning in and hanging out with us here this evening. Brian is in studio as, as well. well. So there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a good look, look at, at Brian, Brian as he is also trying to get everything. Uh, he's my eyes on Facebook to tell me what... Uh, um, yeah, we're not good on on Facebook, are we? I I I despise. You know the improvements that keep being made to to Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at with those. I um I I don't care for it a whole lot. We'll we'll do the best that we can to keep everything up and running. Uh, I got to get a hold of Corey here. Corey is waiting in the wings as well. Um, local derbies taking off like crazy. It has been very busy. They've crowned a minivan champion of the world down in Pennsylvania with hardcore demolition derby. We'll be talking about that. Those results. We've got some stuff coming up, not, not just from King of Ohio, but also, uh, from, uh, from the, the, the smash it realm. We've got some stuff from Hey, Hey Corey, let me put you in, uh, all sorts of, all sorts of news coming to you here on this edition. Number three sixty-two. Uh, Brian is, uh, is there any derby cars in your future? Are you working on anything? No, Yeah. So with that going on, and then with the way things are going on, work, there's just no real time for it. I sure. Week ago, I, I got ordered three times in four days to work doubles, so things have been, and plus we've just been crazy busy. This past weekend, we had six graduation parties, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, things have been crazy and expensive and so on and so forth. So uh, Derby is going to take a backseat for the summer. Um, you know, knock on wood, hopefully there's next year. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah, <laughs> I always like it when you say that. So, uh, I got, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think anybody even heard anything that you said. Thankfully, there's only one person watching. Ah, uh, boy, this is. Chris, take a deep breath. In through your nose, out through your mouth. Yeah, I know. Namaste. What I should have done is just when stuff didn't work, quit trying to shove it through the, 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 the eye in the top of the needle. You know what I mean? When it's, when it's crashing and burning, sometimes the best thing to do is just try it again another day. Oh, but you fixed it. Here we are. I'm, it, it's not fixed. Ah. It's, it's not. It, it's, so we need to record it and post um, later? No, because there's not enough space in the computer to record it. Mm. So what a pickle. But we will, uh, <laughs> we will persevere. Corey Roman is joining us on the line. More importantly, Corey has some, uh, some fun things to talk about. If, if nonetheless, 
it falls on his face. We'll do it again. I, I at least want to give the, the opportunity to, to recognize Corey and, uh, and sticking through things. The three-day King of Ohio happening with Triple D Promotions, uh, Triple D Entertainment, and uh, over in Lima, Ohio. And Corey bringing the championship back to the Commonwealth. It was, it was awesome to watch. Uh, it, was a, it was a fun feature. Um, everything uh, leading up to that point, there was, there was some struggles that, that Corey had to persevere through. Uh, but nonetheless, brought the championship back as the only driver from out of state. So congratulations, Corey. Uh, tell me a little bit about it. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, I missed your question at the end there. I'm having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. You're a little All faint right. in the background. Yep, I can, uh, I can crank that stuff up. You should be able to hear me a little bit better now. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. we got to turn them all up. We'll turn them all the way up. <laughs> so <laughs> you should be able to hear us a little bit better on those yep. settings, hopefully. Um, just just to be able to bring that championship home as the, the first full-size winner at the King of Ohio, it's got to be special. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Anytime you go to a big show like that and uh, get a win out of town, I mean, always feels good. I mean, you know, there wasn't a bad person on that track. Everybody's at least won one feature in the last year, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely definitely feels good to win a derby like that. Uh, you know, I mean, there's definitely no slouches out there. It looked like it was a pretty hard-hitting show from uh, from what your car looked like in victory lane afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a pretty fast pace. I mean, it was a good, I think, I, I don't know, did it even last a half hour? I mean, it was a, it was a pretty fast derby, fast pace. I mean, there was nowhere to hide, that was for sure. Right. The, uh, the show itself certainly was, um, uh, it, the feature itself was pretty quick. Each of the nights were fairly quick. We've talked about how, you know, sometimes fans aren't exactly on board with the, um, epic long features and, Truth. and uh, they certainly did their part to make sure that that um, pushed through and the pace was pushed uh, all three days you know car count played into that as well but I mean that's a, that's a conversation for another time um, the feature itself it also seemed like with as hard as the track was that steering was, was going away quick for some folks and when they lost the steering they just kind of became sitting ducks and, mm-hmm. and got pushed into the corner and couldn't battle out of it um your car was doing great until it, it, it almost looked like, I don't know, maybe the plate was in the wrong place or something, but all of a sudden you made one uh, essentially going for a kill shot and it stood the nose up on that Crown Vic. Did it have you nervous at all that the way that the nose went uh, almost Whoa. essentially in one hit? Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was hard till it wasn't. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I mean... <clears throat> Sorry, it actually ended up uh, it ended up breaking. I broke the frame off about three quarters of the way up. Really? Yeah, I, underneath my A arms. Wow. Uh, I ended up snapping the frame off. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I went for a I went for a wheel shot on Trace and I missed. And I caught him in the door bar and uh, I saw I saw the driver's side go up a little bit. I just had to turn it up and try and get it done as soon as I can because it was going to go bad. Uh, much as it been in one hit there, and sure enough, I made one or two more good hits. And at front A arms forward, I mean, it was sticking straight up in the air. So, yeah, luckily I didn't have to battle through too many more people. Right. The uh, 
one of the challenges that, that you're facing there is um, we saw earlier in the, the weekend, I can't remember what class it was, but somebody sheared the pulley off the water pump in a situation yeah. like that where the, the, the front end went way up and it, it took the pulley right off the front of the, the engine. Uh, you weren't you weren't necessarily going to have that happen with your engine with the combination that you got, but at the same time, you know that's it's something that's in the in the back of your mind because you don't get to see the front of the the front of the car the way that we do when we're sitting in the announce booth, you know. Well, I knew uh, I could see a little the corners of my bumpers through my firewall, and I I knew they went up, mm-hmm. and uh, I could hear the fan hitting the radiator, so I knew things weren't good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how the extent was, and uh, I started uh, I started looking out the driver's side window to be able to see what was going on around. So, I mean, I had a pretty good idea how bad it was. Uh, wasn't sure where or what it did, but I, I knew it was up in the air. How how much discussion was there in the uh, in the staging lanes when you guys were getting ready to come out for that? Uh, when I saw you earlier in the day, you still had a lot of work to do. Oh, the, the, let's let's go back. You got really really creative in terms of trying to set the back end of that Crown Vic. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, Dustin Kidd got in me pretty bad in the heat there. I mean, he took the whole back end of that thing sideways. So I mean, Davey Chapman and. Davy Jr. and Zach Lees. I mean, them guys busted their ass, I think, till 3.30 in the morning mm. Saturday. Uh, well, I guess Sunday morning. Uh, and then back up again, 7.30, o'clock to get that thing on the track. <laughs> I mean, there was, we, we tried a whole bunch of things, and it just kept ripping. And it just, yeah, it wasn't good back there. <laughs> well, earlier in the day, it's it's quiet. Fairgrounds are quiet, which is an eerie. It, it was an eerie thing at like one in the afternoon when you're at a fairgrounds and there was no derby motors or anything because all the inspections were done, all the work was essentially done. We were just waiting for the derby to start, mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden we hear a motor touch off, and and we look over and it's Corey. He's pulling out of the track. Uh, the, the the track to set the to set the scene. The track was split in two so that two heats could run almost simultaneously. Yep. You'd be clearing one side as, as the other. The other yeah. So he's on the side of the track that hasn't been used all weekend, and and he he tunes it up and just rips it right into the wall. And he's backing into the corner, into the ninety degree corner, and trying to set the rear end. Yeah. And when that didn't quite do exactly what he wanted to do, there was some light impromptu derby action against one of the mod trucks in the pits to help set the back. <laughs> it was. It was really cool. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. It's something that uh, derby I, guys, man, they're a genius. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's I'm not necessarily ready to award honorary engineering degrees to MIT or anything, <laughs> but I thought it was pretty neat when uh, you know you gotta you gotta work with what you got. Yeah, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I knew if I had it, if I went on the track, how it was, and I got a hit from the side, I was I was in a lot of trouble. It was gonna go out pumps were going to bend out into the tires. It wasn't going to be good. And my first thought was to hit the barriers. I wasn't sure. Uh, I don't really know the guys. I mean, I, get, I didn't know them at all. We talked to them a little bit there earlier earlier in the day uh, that had the trucks there. So I didn't really want to ask him to do it because my luck, something would fly up and take the guy's radiator. You know, something. Right. <laughs> so I was smacking the barriers a little bit. It actually wasn't. Uh, it was going to break. The, it started cracking the barrier a little bit, so we we pulled the plug on that, and uh, I went over and asked him uh, if he 
once or twice, and he had no problem. Threw it in reverse, told me to point where and what angle, and I did. He hit it two or three times, went right where we wanted it to, and we went back and threw a little bit of nine wire on it, and called her good. Good to go. <laughs> so when I saw you shortly after all that had happened, um, and you're getting ready to head over to the driver's meeting, you, you, you felt pretty good about getting on the podium, if nothing else, getting some, getting some, some points there, or getting on the, getting on the podium, finishing with a little bit of money. Um, what was the, what was the tension like and the discussion like in the line staging to come out onto the track? Um, really, I don't, I don't think there was much tension at all. Uh, I think everybody pretty much knew who was with who and who wasn't, and uh, went out there. And it really wasn't wasn't too bad. I mean, it was kind of everybody for themselves. Uh, it wasn't too much teaming going on. It was it was uh, it was pretty pretty normal. It wasn't uh, wasn't bad. wasn't good, you know. But uh, the format, it's a good fast heat. Everybody hitting everybody, kind of thing. The format of it was was designed to take that out. So as you pulled out onto the track, you had to eliminate two other cars that that were done at a random draw. And after that, you were in the feature. It didn't matter how many cars were still running around you. We got to see that in, in full effects during the compact flights. There was two flights for the compacts with eight cars in one and nine in the other. And as they pulled out, three cars got painted red, three cars got painted blue, three cars got painted yellow. And those they derbied amongst each other. But we didn't see any overlap. Like, nobody from blue ended up hitting somebody from red just to try to help a buddy that happened to have drawn red. So everybody kind of stayed unto their heat. So three heats happening at the same time. The full-size cars ended up getting broken up, so it was three-car heats. So there was three cars on the track at one time, and you had to eliminate the other two in order to get your, get your path through. And there was no last-chance qualifiers either. So, so Corey got through um, facing... Uh, Knowing, knowing that there was only going to be five other cars going into the feature. So so once you eliminated those two, you had these wild factors with some of the Imperials. Um, Tyson uh, Tyson Combs had a uh, 65 Lincoln Town car. Or, I can't believe I said that. Yeah, Chrysler Wagon 65 with the Imperial Chrysler Wagon. under it. Yeah, 60, and, and it was it was a pretty pretty gnarly car. Um, his wagon was pretty brutal. A bunch of the Imperials were, were, were real strong. So... Those cars were going to be out there, but what kept coming up and kept coming up and kept coming up, the steering kept breaking. It kept really being a, a, a recurring factor. So, so Corey went in having a chance to know that he was going against six cars for, for $10,000, and it set the stage for really an interesting feature, and a lot of that, that team driving and stuff more or less got taken out of it. There wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of that left over. Coming in, didn't Trace Braun have a big fire too? Like he's yeah. at his shop. Like it could yeah, have been had a fuel fire. Uh, what week, two weeks before the derby or something? Yeah, and I saw like one picture online, and it looked like it could have been like really bad, like not just derby car, but like it looked like it was close to his garage, which I think is close yeah, it, to the uh, house. He was telling me it took his door, uh, his garage door, a couple windows, uh, some stuff inside. I, it was real close. He was saying, real yeah, close that, to losing everything. That's scary. It's uh, yeah. The situation was um, exacerbated when they ran to jump in the truck to hook it up to the derby car and drag the car out of the garage, and the keys weren't in the truck, so they had to go get the keys. Oh my gosh! Back to the it was it was a scary, a very harrowing instance. So glad it all worked out. Um, it it did. 
you know, it did. It, it was okay. Could have been. Could have been far worse. And yeah. remember, it was a couple of years ago when the Bronze had a tornado hit. Yes. Yeah, and destroyed their house, I believe. I think it knocked over the wagon tree. <laughs> no, because they still have this. <laughs> but uh, and I see that. Go figure. The uh, the brown wagon was pretty tough. You know, that's you know. Yeah, that's. Uh, no, it was a very hard car. And and he's going to be able to run that car again. By no means was it was it totaled, but you were. You were doing some pretty strategic driving out there, uh, Corey, trying to make sure that you didn't didn't get in the crosshairs, get in the path of that that wagon as it as it worked around the track. There was a a little bit of, I guess, some urgency. I wouldn't say it necessarily got to a point where it was frantic, but there was certainly some urgency to make contact. And Trace was out there trying to help the judges, you know, <laughs> letting them know that he scraped, he made contact, and and so what was that last little bit like? I mean, you you. You can hear the ticking. You can hear everything banging around under the hood. You can see the edges of the bumpers are way up in the air. You don't want to make any more crazy hit than you necessarily need to because you don't want to start causing additional problems for, for your car. Um, and you're watching the clock just thinking this this has got to be just about out of time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, was, it felt like a pretty long minute inside the car. Uh, um, I didn't. I had a little bit of steering. I had a broken tie rod and I lost my power steering belt with that hydro steer. You still have power, you still have steering, but you got to turn the wheel about 300 times, I think, to get a quarter of a turn. So I just had enough that when he went across the middle, I could tap him just to make, you know, make sure I, what's that? Go ahead, keep going. Oh, sorry. Uh, just to make sure I got, was getting the last hits on him. Uh, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to go too fast and miss him, and then get in a spot where I was behind or in front of him, to where he could get the last hit on me because neither one of us were getting around good. So, uh, and, and it wasn't even necessarily the steering that ended up doing him in. It was just the way that the back end had sunk, and he, he basically high centered on the rear end. Really? Right? If I remember. Correctly. No, I thought he lost all steering. Oh, okay. I, it must be he ran out of time then down in the corner because at one point, yeah he ran out of time he started just he got he just started hitting the wall as hard as he could to try and steer them walls cars he was hitting whatever he could to do whatever he could to try and get to me now why you know we we've seen you build a, a Cadillac or two or ten and obviously you've had pretty good success with them why did you pick a, a Ford over over a, a Cadillac um I've been wanting to try one. Uh, was the first new style I've ever built, um, start to finish. And actually, I had uh, Tyson Combs actually did a lot of the cage and body and frame work on it for me because I just didn't have enough time. But I wanted to be a little more nimble and with the different format. Um, I thought maybe I'd get an edge because I figured a lot of people would try running full framers. Yeah. And I mean, I know the one I've drove. It didn't turn worth <laughs> didn't turn worth crap, you know. Yeah, they're so, not real nimble. I figure if I had something to get around a little bit better, maybe I'd luck into drawing you know two full framers or something and be able to kind of drive circles around them and catch wheels. Yeah. Um, so Brad Bowersock had a '66 Imperial that he was running out there, and the power steering pump went on it. And he took it out to the heat with no power steering. Good for him. Wrestling. Yeah, thing. I saw him leaving inspection, and I, he was fighting it then too. Uh, 
That's yeah, crazy. he was a trooper, man. <laughs> he ended up getting power steering back, and then early, early on, I can't remember who got him, it messed up the right front wheel, and the right front wheel folded perpendicular to the frame. Ooh. So, uh, he got it down to third, though. Was he the one that had yeah. the, the real small tires on it? Because i seen one yeah, go through. One. Yeah, the okay. Because yep. I, I saw some pictures, but I, I didn't see any of the show, so I was, just, I was wondering how that car ended up. That's cool. Yeah, he was a he was a trooper, man. He was uh, tough as he come. He was he was uh, more or less a pillow out there for a little while. I mean, he just he uh, didn't have steering, just doing whatever he could do to stay in. And I mean, guy wouldn't give up. You got to give him credit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, what, what's next on your calendar? Where are you where are you building for next? Honestly, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, I was planning on uh, planning on maybe I gotta talk to Golly you guys having a show limit well kind of kicker class type show over in Northeast PA somewhere he was talking about I guess kind of got to touch base with him see if that's still happening or what but I might try and get there and uh, I don't know probably throw my kicker car back together and go uh, run the big wing class that Iron City Nationals there for the Siopas and that's probably about all I'll do. Still not in my house yet, so. Oh yeah, I was just I was just going to ask if you were going to make it to the uh, the Iron City Nationals. I uh, figured that was you know in your home state. I mean, maybe you'd be able to sneak out there for a quick quick run or two. Yeah, I mean, I'd love I'd love to uh, support them guys. I just I broke too many blocks. I just I like the full protector classes, so okay. <laughs> I try try and steer away from those pro stock rules <laughs> i've heard a few guys say that yeah i mean it gets too expensive yep <laughs> and, um, you're gonna stick with this new uh this new style build you're gonna stick with the crown vix or you're gonna go back to the old stuff i'm undecided <laughs> the back of that did not quite live up to expectations uh that was one of the 2010s yeah uh, i had all the all the goodies in it and I don't know. There were things I liked about it, things I didn't like. Uh, I really honestly haven't even looked at the car. I fired it up just to make sure it still started the other day, and <laughs> it's just been sitting in my yard uh, with a tarp over it. I is get a tear it down, assess it, and see what we can do different on the next one if we can make it better. Is the 2010 something different in terms of the back end or having a having a harder rear frame section versus you know we generally hear everything lumped together with the 03 and up yeah i mean there's a couple extra guesses here and there yeah. um not not ton different but a little bit i was really surprised how many of the mid 90s lincoln town cars were out there especially in the the, the rear wheel drive stock class there was a lot of those slab side like when we went out there and yep. we saw Markley yep. run yep. one. Yep. There was a lot of those, and I was I was surprised because that 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 fad hasn't caught on up here yet. Yeah, I think for the newer cars like that, you know, we we've touched on it, but you there's so much to run. You know, and Corey, if 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 I am wrong, then please straighten me out. But to build one of those cars, I mean. You know, it's a lot of work to get one to run. You know, I mean, you, you, there's a lot of stuff you got to change, and a lot of stuff you got to build, and you know, unless you're just going to run it as a you know something stock, then you know where you change bumpers, then it's 
But I mean, if you're actually going to build it, there's there's a lot of time that goes into those cars. I mean, they're not a they're definitely not just a throw together and go car. I wouldn't say, Corey. What, how, how do you feel about that? Well, some of those Lincolns, the uh, you know the early '90s ones. Uh, you can, I think, really see some of them or more of them in those classes now. Uh, some of those have regular control arms. They have the older style spindles, older style A arms. Uh, and they're the newer body style, you know, like I think, I think 94 is the cutoff on them. And then there's some like iffy years in there that there was a little, some had them, some didn't. Yeah. Um, it might be some of the reason why I know. I know a lot of people around here that when they started having those 80 and newer classes like that, uh, would run them because they were a little bit longer that their old iron sliders worked in them little bit better i don't know if those are even allowed in that class or not Uh, i never read their rules for that there so gotcha yeah but you know who else got to take home those uh those giant crown trophies out there Uh, hopefully everybody tuned in if you didn't you can go back and watch on demand on derby nation look up the king of ohio brendan wisman should be a familiar name he got the rear wheel drive win over uh jacob luchik Richard Davis, Chandler Napier, Luchik is a New York driver. Brendan Wisman, of course, he won uh, Bash for Cash, picked up a win to qualify over there on the border of Ohio, the Mod Compacts. Uh, Howard Winter, he met his wife at that fairgrounds 20-some or 30-some years ago. That's awesome. And promised that that this was going to be his last derby. Wow. And came away with a, a win in the Mod Compacts. It was a good, That's good run. That's how you do it. Too. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Justin Thomas took the win over Mitch Loy in the trucks and the youth side. Austin Finfrock got the win there. Uh, that Richard Reprogal was second place. I almost think Austin said that was his first derby, but I can't recall. Uh, as we said, Corey Roman taking the win there in the King class over Trace Braun. Third place was Ben Bowersock. In the front-wheel drive heat, uh, Philip Carney got the win over Josh Stevenson there. That's the, the rundown on the results from the King of... Ohio and Lima. Uh, Corey, is there anybody else that you want to make mention of here before we let you go um, to help get, get the team to the track and, and make this happen for you? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, obviously my wife and kids sacrifice a lot for me to be able to do it. Uh, my family, you know, just my whole family in general. Um, you know, Davey Chapman, Zach Lee, uh, Davey Jr. Um, I actually dropped my car off at Davey's house weekend before and he actually finished it all up and hauled it out for me because I was hauling the camper um, you know Jim Radish and his boy James they both uh, they both uh, helped out while the car was at Davies and um, I mean obviously all the people I get parts from huge list I can't even go through all that uh, you know Brent Johnson at Red Lines always always there to help me when I need it uh, engine was a screamer <laughs> that's, that's a good running engine there um, yeah he's uh, I mean he's best of the best there if you ask me uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put put anybody else under the hood of my car uh, I mean it helps you it doesn't hurt that he's 15 minutes away either but, uh, <laughs> that comes in handy yeah uh, yeah but, uh, 
is uh, you, you talked about putting together your your kicker car again, and we talked about the Imperials being out there as as part of the show at King of Ohio. Um, you going to be able to talk Davy Chapman into getting into a Cordoba or a subframe again anytime soon? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he, you might have a chance of seeing him run somewhere, but I have a hard time believing it's going to be in another Chrysler. Yeah, there's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, we talked to Davey Dodd to bash and, uh, I brought up that run in that Cordova and he still is not a fan. And I, I have never seen a Cordova come apart like that. And I mean, he was obviously well built and, but man, that there was just something that didn't go right with that car and it was bad, but yeah, that one blew that was bad you know i was just going to mention um you know the last time we were on somebody else had mentioned davy and davy is just a derby dude like you know he was inspecting for the the smith metalworks uh youth class you know Corey just mentioned him helping uh with you know davy's son as well um he's just one of those guys man he's just a good dude help you know like likes to help others so um you know davy's davy's one of those those great guys we've we've met through derby Oh, he's a machine, man. He's been, uh, I don't even know how many, I bet you he's had to put 70 or 80 trannies out this spring, uh, you know, from spring till now, uh, a handful of rear ends. I mean, he's helped, helped a couple different people put cars together. I mean, he's literally, I talked to David multiple times a week and he is, if he's not at work or asleep, he's 95% of the time in that garage doing something. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he just, he lives for it, and that's what he does. Yeah, he's he's definitely into it, man. It's it's It, it was just funny, you know, because like I said, the last time I remember being on, somebody was talking about David giving him a hand doing something, and, you know, we've, we've seen him. and So definitely, definitely a derby guy, man. Oh, that dude will do anything for you. I mean... Yeah, he's went finally helped me in my Vegas car. I mean, it was out of his garage two weekends getting work done on it. Uh, I mean, obviously he flew all the way out to Vegas to help. Yeah, he helped on uh, you know, this King of Ohio car and uh, was out there, no questions asked. I mean, him and Zach both. Uh, guys both, man, they're, they're about as good guys as you can get. For sure. Do um. Once you get moved into your house, is it going to be weird having a bunch of half trophies since you have to cut all these trophies in half and leave half of them with Davey? <laughs> I should. I should. <laughs> Between these ones that I won, which isn't helping me, and the ones that we've split the purse on throughout the years. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Now, now the question is, is, are the tro- is the derby stuff going to be allowed into the new house, or is that going to have to stay in the shop? Well, I'm not one to leave them in the in the uh, in the garage. They get too dirty. Uh, I don't think they're going to be allowed in the living room. Definitely. Uh, I think they're going to end up in the loft. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Which you can see from the living room. So. There you go. All right. All right. The uh, um, there was a press conference. All the drivers and Corey was part of that. Tyson. They asked, so what are you going to do? If you won the King of Ohio trophy, what are you going to do with it? And it was all this this, this gorgeous powder-coated and, and, and plasma-cut steel. And he goes, you know, you got plates or you need to weld a piece of metal back in or patch a hole or put a door together. That's metal's right there. So he was kind of making a joke that he was going to cut it up and use it as fix-it plates. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> it would. I mean, do you see how easy his car been out there? <laughs> oh man, that's 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 brutal. I told him today. I told him it's human both. They both run their mouth that whole press conference. I let him. I let him forget about it. Gave him a week to forget about it. Now it's my time to bust their balls a little bit. <laughs> the, uh, uh, that's funny. Was it Tanner Voyers? He had a really good subframer. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had a good. Uh, they actually had a full framer. That was a, that was a hard bill. I don't even remember who had what at this point. Yep, that was a that was a good solid car. Yep. Um, that kid's gonna be he's gonna be something to reckon with. He's I'm not sure how old he is, but he's definitely in his early twenties. He's a, he's a young one yet. Uh, but he's surrounded. He's he's got a bunch of good. Uh, the guys over there helping him were no joke either. You know, he had Love Joys over there. He had uh, Jimmy on blood. He had, I mean, he had some good dudes helping him. That's cool. Sure. Well, excellent. Congratulations on it, man. I was I was very happy to see that, and uh, I anticipate it'll probably be a little tougher to qualify for it next year. Well, I'm already qualified. Uh, well, past champion. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it would have it would have it would have counted. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, it might be a little tougher to win it again next year. Then how about that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I think so. I, I, I mean, I'm still scratching my head to why this, why the guys didn't show up. I don't know. Well, not don't only know. that, but I mean, you know, the fact that a PA guy took the money out of Ohio. I'm thinking the PA guys or the Ohio guys are going to be a little grumpy next year in the future. <laughs> yeah, they might pay a little attention to Mr. Roman. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure this. You know, them guys were all good group of guys. There yeah. wasn't. You know, everybody there, I didn't talk to anybody. that didn't have respect for anybody else on that track. You know, yep. it didn't matter where you were from. Yep. I mean, sure. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't want to see it leave town. You know, the Allen boys there, I think that's their, their hometown fair. That's the county they grew up in. Wow. You know, them guys definitely wanted to keep it there. And you know those guys are going to get qualified for next year anyway. They're they're going to get qualified oh, sure. back around, and, and you know, they're, they're going to have their moment in the sun. It's a lot of... A lot of fun joking around stuff, but there was yeah. a lot of mutual shared respect, and and unfortunately, some guys just had bad breaks in the heats, and with no consolation round, that it is what it is. You know, that's the good thing. I mean, you go to a big show like this, and everybody realizes, hey, you know, it's whoever wins, this is going to earn it. So, I mean, that's you know, that makes things, you know, I, I think it, you know, there, there's a level of respect going on the track, and guys, you know, it's just, you know, it's it's good to see these big shows, and 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 they're you know how they turn out, you know guys working hard to, to win and you know it's it's really a pretty big competition out there yeah i mean that was that that everybody i talked to that ran that show i mean everybody was everybody came up and talked to me after you know uh the two guys at my heat they both all weekend their whole rest of the weekend every time i saw them they'd stop and make sure they would they'd go out of their way to talk to me you know i mean it was there was a whole, there was a pretty high level of respect between everybody on that track. So that's always good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Corey, man, again, congratulations, congratulations on it. We look forward to maybe we'll have another conversation like this after the the Keystone Nationals too, after you dust off that uh, that, that weld car. Yeah, I don't know if you remembered or not, but when we talked here this spring, you kind of called this coming out coming out of retirement and winning this show. <laughs> all right it's uh, <laughs> way to do it <laughs> yeah i like i like where your head's at all right <laughs> <laughs> i'm uh i'm always available if you need additional life coaching 
Now, if you turn around and if you turn around and win Keystone Nationals after this, uh, after this, is sort of as a as a as a premonition of some sorts. It's going to be um, it's going to become habit, and I don't know if I'm going to want to have that pressure anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, if you just say the word, say I'm going to win it. That's all I need. To do. That's all I need. To <laughs> Everybody gets one, right? <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, uh, let's let's put a pin in it, and we'll catch up again in the fall. All right, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Have a good one. Congratulations, Corey. We'll Have a good one. Thanks. Bye now. It was Corey Roman picking up a win. I uh, I got to be honest. I don't remember that. And well, you haven't been concussed since. Then. I am. I am having a hard time. I'm not gonna lie. This is this this. It's been. It's been. It'll be two weeks. Tomorrow. No, it's been longer than that. Three. Three weeks. Yeah, It'll at be least three, three weeks. Because the first week yeah. we didn't go. Because yeah, yeah, we didn't have a show. We didn't. We didn't have a show. And then we had one leading up to King of Ohio, and we didn't have one after King of Ohio. And today was the first day that I really felt like, like a little bit of motivation was back. It, it has felt like I've been just walking through sand trying to do anything. And, and it's not even like the to-do list is super long right now. Yeah. There's just some stuff that's got to get got to get done and got to get caught up, caught up on. And, like, it's, it's just been, been nothing. And I haven't been able to really, really concentrate and dial in. Even when I start to do stuff, I feel like I'm chasing my tail and moving from, from topic to topic and just, just bouncing all over the place. And it, it's, been, it's been a little bit... A little bit more challenging than I was uh... hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, luckily, I haven't had that bad of a concussion. Mine, I mean, my role when I was younger, you know, teen and and uh, and uh, early twenties. But you know, you're not as young and spry as you once used to be. No, nope. And you start start stacking concussions up and start going into the the middle stages of double digits is not good. <laughs> Hey, you know, the, the nice thing is, is, you know, once you completely use your mind, lose your mind, you get to meet somebody new every day. So, I mean, it'll be. See, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure if that's that's really the, 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 the best way to go. Uh, like, like. Um, we were talking about that and then it's gone. Terry Funk. Yeah. Terry Funk yeah, having some dimension. real issues with with dimension. It's got to be yeah. miserable, you know, with all the accolades and the amazing career that he's had, and and he I, doesn't even know it. Unfortunately, I think you're going to see a lot of those older, and you have seen a lot of those older wrestlers go through that, you know. But uh, Jim Neidhart had something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised Mick Foley doesn't yet. If there's anybody <laughs> that's going to have it, it's going to be Mick Foley. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, you can, uh, you know, you 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 don't have the same amount of damage done to the old gray matter that those guys have had. Yeah, hopefully not. But uh, that same part's been a target a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The important part of your brain is really back here. You know, the one controls yeah. breathing and stuff like that. That's up here. That's all. You know, we can we can mess with that stuff a little bit. There's more we can train to do what we got to do. But is that the hypothalamus, or yeah, is that the, the medulla oblongata. The uh, mama said, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> from. from from uh, Waterboy. Okay. Remember? Why is the alligator or crocodile so mean? Mama said the crocodile is so mean because he's got all those teeth and doesn't have a toothbrush. He said, no, he's mean because he's medulla oblongata. 
All right, yeah. Proctorville is this weekend for uh, <laughs> for the for the Unified Point Series. Andrew Libran picking up a win on the mower side of things. Mason Stacy got a win in the youth side over Terry Abadi and uh, Braden Taylor. Pro Stocks, TJ McCulloch took the win there over Tony Boggs and Nick Catalonga. Been a while since I've heard Nick's name come up. That's cool. Brandon Burgess got the win in the street stock mini class. Uh, Dalen Johnson, Austin Carpenter there through the top three in Columbus back on 4th of July weekend. Mike Patton got the win in the full-size stock over Andrew Whittington and Brock Heminger. TJ McCullough got Mad Dog over there. Youth minis Ronald Smith got the win over Jacob Fields and Jerry King. Super stock Keith Lucas, Damian Phillips, and Lindsey Cravens through the top three there. Keith Lucas got the Mad Dog. And then the mini stocks, Nathaniel Bray got the win over Paul Lockridge. Steven Sickles was third. Hopefully that was... Uh, we're on YouTube somewhere. I mean, we're on Facebook. Did somebody tell you that? Yes. Okay. I got uh, I got that one right there. Uh, Facebook is up and working. Chris uh, Marquardt's the man. Lee Sager and Alex Sager checking in. Those guys got a chance to hang out with them over the weekend. Cool. Um, and... Uh, Alex almost got a win in in one of the front runs that we had there, but whoever he feels like whoever was running the clock ran it a little bit too fast and timed him out too early. And I promised that his 60, 60 second shot clock was at it, least sixty seconds. It, it didn't shut off on him until it was at least at least forty five, forty six ticks in. <laughs> so so that was fun. Lee had the King of Ohio online derby. Brandon Dobrats came up with a win in that. We had an update. Of points and updated on uh, the schedule and updated on where everything was at. Um, Joey Needham and Brandon Dobrats right now tied at the top with 50 points each. Here's the question. Yeah. Is Joey Needham related to the late Hal Needham? Uh, that would be a question to ask. Was Hal Needham from Ohio? I don't know, but Hal Needham was a very famous stuntman. Have you heard of him? Yeah, Hal, Hal Needham. Hal Needham bought in on the Skull Bandit. Eventually, but you know what he, how he got famous? No stunt work, and then he directed the, the Smokey and the Bandit. Yes, yep. yep. I knew something that Chris Marcourt did. Yep, that's a one. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy it. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I'm glad you finally let me have one, man. I feel amazing. That's that's my gold medal right the there. The only thing that I could come up with was Days of Thunder. I knew that wasn't it. That was yep. that was a project of Robert Zemeckis and yep. all those guys. But yep. yeah, that's right. He he was involved with Smoking the Bandit and then uh, Hooper and a bunch in. of Burt Burt Reynolds movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. Burt Burt was the one that got him got got the. Uh, I just watched a, a, a documentary on this, but Burt was the one that got the uh, the studio to let him direct it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. Yep, that was a that was a big deal when when those guys had their there was another name on the 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 Skull Bandit car, and I can't remember what the other one was. It was something in Needham on the C post when Harry Gant was driving that thirty three. Hal and Hal and Bert, Hal and yeah, I can't remember. Hal, did it say Hal and Harry? I don't remember. I yeah, I don't remember. Do I. But it was a big deal when he got he got involved with it. Yeah. Harry Gant, Harry Gant had some success in that car too. September. Yeah, that was much later in his career, though. But you're still Mr. September. He did do that. <laughs> we are. We, we digress. You digress. Sorry. Uh, Back to Smash. Fun conversation. I enjoyed it. Steve Unified Point Steve. Series coming up uh, Coming up next. I left July the 10th on there because it's part of the two-day show. Riverside riots are concluding on the 17th in Proctorville. July 26th and 30th, that's Rutt's Fab, Butler County Fair in Hamilton, Ohio. July 31st and August the 7th, Smash's Preble County Fair in Eaton, Ohio. 
August the 6th is Hardcore's Destruction in Dunbar. Hardcore's Washington War Zone is after that on the 14th of August. Also that day, TNT's Branch County Fair in Coldwater, Michigan. Big Boy's Mercer County Fair in Salina, Ohio is the 19th of August, the 20th and the 21st. TNT has shows back-to-back days. Barron County Fair in Berrien Springs, Michigan, and then the Northern District Fair in Cadillac, Michigan. Stephen Sickles has been on an absolute tear. He's built up a 50... <laughs> He's... I... I'll, I'll pick up on this in a second. Uh, Steven Sickles has been on his hair, has now a 50-point lead. Don Santel could double his total and still be 10 points behind. 90 points for Steven Sickles. Don Santel second with 40. Jordan Rutherford sitting in third with 36. And TJ McCulloch sitting up there. Uh, that should be 30 points, I believe. So I got a mistake on those points, but we'll, we'll get that straightened out for everybody. Stay up to date online, unifiedseries.com. Unified 527unifiedseries.com for details. Online, Jeffy's Fab Farm. Jeffy suffered a, a a big loss in his life, so we're thinking about oh, Jeffy. Yeah. Um, I did see that uh, instrumental player in his demolition derby career. So we're thinking about Jeffy and uh, and his loss. That's that's real unfortunate to to hear about that. Recognized as an industry leader in all manner of purpose built demolition derby parts, starting with rearings in 06. Jeffy's Fab Farm expanded to headers in 08. The shop can boast a combined 70 plus years of mechanical skill. Jeffy's Fab Farm specializes in LS conversions and conversion components. With consistent feature wins across North America, your turnkey solution is only a phone call away. Jeffy's Fab Farm Camry in a Box campaign sets you up for success for a retail price of $525. And you need to ask about the multi fit shifter options. You'll also find fuel and air parts, suspension, uh, suspension and transmission items, steering components, pedal switches, and gauges if you need it. It's on the farm. Jeffy's Fab Farm. Dot com. Smith Metalworks. We've talked a lot about Smith Metalworks. All-purpose fabrication shop that has taken the Northeast by storm. They feature more than 40 years of combined metalworking experience, and the hallmark of the product line is the pointed and flat front bumpers, replicating popular factory releases. They can be stuffed or run hollow. There's also a compact version of the pointed bumper. Other items include crown vac, door skins, battery boxes, engine mounting systems, pedal combos, and shifters. The shop offers all the odds and ends, such as distributor clamps and weld-in centers. Make sure to ask about the GM floor liners in person locations and Mercer Union town in Bethlehem experience and passion second to none smithmetalworks.info uh, I don't know if you know that saw this Travis Charlson came up with a win at uh, St. Mary promoted show up in the North Country Travis Charlson in the, the compacts cool we saw, saw him drive one of his trademark brown number 31s to win um, I didn't over overbook our guest list because I thought that there was a very real chance that it would be the surface of the sun hot in here, but <laughs> the rain has helped, so we probably could have loaded up with more interviews. But, I mean, there's always the issue of the fact that we once again struggled getting Facebook to work after we've done it 200 times. At least. Struggling and laboring. I, I feel real lost. I, I don't know what's going on. I guess the, the microphones aren't working very well either for, for my side. I've got the thing cranked up, but... Yeah, I can hear you echoing. Huh? I can hear you echoing. Perfect. Yeah. All the better. Yeah. You might be actually actually be able to hear the headset. Yeah, it could be it. Okay, we can, we can actually turn that down now. Yeah, when you were talking. Sm- Smash Demolition Derbies. The Montgomery County Fair is happening right now out in Dayton, Ohio. They have, they're going to be running again at Montgomery County Fair on the 16th of July. The 17th is Madison County Fair in London. Fayette County Fair in Washington Courthouse, Ohio is the 22nd and the 24th. Also on the 24th is the Franklin County Fair in Hilliard. Clark County on the 25th, Claremont on the 27th. The month is going to end with the Shelby County Fair in Sydney and then the Green County Fair in Xenia, Ohio on the 2nd. August 5th, part of the I-75 Point Series in Glaze County Fair in Wapakoneta. And then August the 6th and 7th is the Pike County Fair in Piketon. You can stay up to date with everything going on with Smash It online at smashitderby.com. And 
Let's go here. The Hardcore Tour starting to whittle down the schedule down to only a handful of dates now for Frankie Guy and the Hardcore Tour. Additional details online at hardcorepromotions.com. July the 24th is King of the Hill at the Jacktown Fair. July 29th, 3rd, and the 6th of August is Destruction in Dunbar. August the 13th is Chaos in Coal Country at the Greene County Fair in Waynesburg. August 14th and 20th, Washington War Zone in Washington, PA. The 4th and 5th is the Labor Day Lockdown in Stoneboro. And then they go to West Alexander for the Route 40 Rumble, September 7th and 8th. And everything culminates with the 2021 Hardcore Championship, September 25th and 26th. 10,000 win final confrontation in Dunbar. $3,000 Jeffy's Fab Farm Mad Dog Award as well. So some pretty serious money on the line there as Frankie works through the balance of his schedule. So I had a note here from Alex Sager. And he says that the shot clock is, is, is no big deal since it makes us even because he put me into a car and we had a grudge match. And I teamed up with Luke Schaffner in this grudge match. And the car that I had in my wagon, 03 frame wagon, did not have a brace rear end in it and it spit the drive shaft. And then my partner Luke got hung up and was still making qualifying contact. And when we tried to use the F11 function, his car reset, essentially eliminating both of us. So I had to... I had to pay up my debts after this this fellow was trash talking us all weekend long, <laughs> and then then this guy came back up and he walked by and he goes, "How's it? Well, what, what's it like to wake up a loser?" Is what what he pointed out to me on on Championship Sunday, and I said, "If you think it was all your skill, then maybe we should go double or nothing," and. Uh, and that was when that was when his dad came over and said, "You can't talk to an eight year old that way." Sweet. <laughs> 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 oh goodness! It was a uh, it was a fun time. Those uh, those guys were hanging around with us all all weekend long, and they were helping out cleaning up trash. And they certainly earned their keep that weekend. They were working pretty hard. Cool. It was cool. It was cool, and they they really enjoyed the game. And Lee had an audience with him all weekend long, so that was that was good to see. Um, Hopefully, uh, hopefully it was worth it. Uh, we, we really hope that it was worth it. Jumping into the results from the uh, Minivan World Championship this weekend. The Minivan World Championship, $2,000. Andrew Myers took that home uh, over there with Hardcore. David Gurton was second place. Brandon Cook was third. Hellraiser was Jordan Cook. Full-size points after the going into the final confrontation. J.D. Loring leading the points to 60. Ken Kiskadden with 50. Chris Friend with 25. J.D. Loring won this weekend in the Hardcore class. Andy Burroughs was second. Chad Friend was third. Uh, not only a win, but also a Hellraiser award for JD and the hardcore full size hardcore compacts. Nick Rivetti got the win there. Corey Dakin and Jeremy Merriman running through the top three. Charlie Webb got the Mad Dog Youth Compact was Jocelyn White. Marissa Yeager was second. Hunter Collins was third. And then Hobby Stock Cole Teets over Bentley Fensel, Tanner Harden, and Cole Teets winning and Mad Dog there. Uh, just running through a couple other details. 4448 Promotions is going to be at the Dallas County Fairgrounds in Adel, Iowa. They were there this weekend. Um, we're still waiting on results to come up from them. So 448 Promotions, keep your eyes on that page. Jacob Prusman, they, they did have a derby this weekend. Domination is Motorsports. Candace is going to be at the Manoa County Fair in Ottawa, July 16th and 17th. They're going to be back-to-back. Uh, Wasika County Fair is... Uh, Wasika County Fair is going to be um, on the 17th. Cannon Falls with um, full throttle promotions. Matt Rosso leading the points over uh, Craig Peters and Matt Schwartz. 
115 points for Matt Russo, 105 for Craig, and then Matt Schwartz with 95. Adam Maurer, Jason Smith knocking on the door in the back half of the top five. In the 80s class over there from Clearwater, back on the, going into the um, Independence Weekend, Lauren Frericks got the win in the 80s class over Brandon Stonsby and Thomas Budin. It was Josh Markiton Mar- that got the Mad Dog Awards, Point Series Trucks. Justin Magnuson got the win there. Matt Schwartz was second. Adam Morrow was third. Matt Russell was fourth. Roland Magnuson got the Mad Dog Award. Two-man extreme class, John Muse and Dustin Groller got the win. John Kansenbeck and Justin Kansenbeck, a couple names we remember from up at Winter Slam, got second place. Jeremy Frederick and Jenna Frederick. We remember the Frederick names from trips up into Minnesota as well. They were third. And then Sean Shellstat and Dale Hotschild were fourth. Drew Carrolls and Joey Carrolls got the Mad Dog Award there. And then the stock wildcards, Chad Boyd over Darby Hansen and Jeremy uh, Soved. Riley Soved ended up with Mad Dog. Again, that was for Clearwater. I don't know if you saw that uh, Skinny got third in Osage, uh, Osage City down in Kansas uh, since the last time we were on. So that was cool. Congratulations out to Skinny with that one. Anger Cooper. Very provocative post on uh, on the Northeast Demolition Derby page. Anger Cooper calling out the Utah drivers. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. That was uh, kind of interesting, all of the New York drivers rallying around that and in celebration. So I anticipate the conversations between Johnny Gumby and Josh are going to be a little bit more intense now. <laughs> all the, the track shop meetings are going to be interesting with, with that. So that was, that was kind of cool. That Wasatch Wipeout is the next show. We've been out there before, July 30th and 31st. That's coming up. Derby and the Dog Pound is coming up as well. Uh, they did the heat draws there, so those guys up there, Christy Germain, going to be busy with that. I and believe they're starting to talk about the beginnings of reopening Canada as well. Yeah, um, so that's great. To they've hear for our they've tabled uh, they, they they tabled a couple of their events, trying to trying to move things around, um, and and so they've had some adversity up there. Yeah, crazy. Uh, not the the country as a whole, and, yes. and in the process of of reopening, yes, they've they've had some challenges, but also on top of that. They've had some issues. Um, uh, Christy and Devin have had some issues with with some of the facilities and and just finding a way to make everything work. work and, yeah. and I talked to her a little bit about some of the way things happened in New York. And you can't have anybody in the grandstands, but every street stock car had twelve pit members. You know, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, usually you know. it's only the driver. Yeah, it was amazing how many how many pit uh, crews there was last year at Canada. Yep. So what do you think, Chris Markworth? Uh, just making sure that we... Do we hit everything? I list? think so. Six Thousand Win Truck Shootout is the 17th in Minnesota. So Brandon Thomas talking about the Six Thousand Win Truck Shootout coming up. The bird is going to be flapping at the end of the month. Cryptic words from JYD, Johnny Alexander, down in Maryland. So that'll be, that'll be fun to, to see which bird exactly comes out of that shop because he's only offered a few pictures, and it's not... It doesn't look like it's an Imperial, but he's run Mopars before, and I know he's he's not shy about uh, throwing breadcrumb, breadcrumbs oh. down the wrong path. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Remington checking in. Eric Remington celebrating a bit of a somber memorial with the passing of um, of uh, Mark Carlson. So it was, uh, but uh, yeah, did you see a the picture? Tough. I think it was last weekend. Steve Sayopa had his Dodge Demon parked next to one of his derby cars in a garage. Yeah. And I texted him, and I'm like, did you really park your – he's like, 
the, the derby car was in there first, and then I pulled the demon in. Apparently, he was having some, some work done on his uh, garage at home where he stores it. Does he have an Impala, too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, all, all decked out, airbags, the whole nine. Um, I said, hey, you know, because I'm a good friend. If you ever have work done in your garage again, you can ship the demon up here, and I'll take care of it. Well, he said he, he would keep me in mind for that next time. So, yeah. Um, you know. If you're going to dream, you might as well dream big, right? I appreciate I appreciate what you're saying there. Yes. Yep. But I think uh, I think that pretty well covers everything that we were trying to get to. Andrew Andrew Myers, the minivan world champion. I think we hit on that for yes. Frankie Guy. Um, I, I'm sure we did. Yes, you just talked about it. I said his name wrong. Cody Coke checking in. It's been uh, been busy. And, just took uh, a fork in it. 362. Uh, it's been fun. We covered a lot of stuff. Nice to be back in the studio. Good to catch up with everybody online. Not sad to see this one end, though. It wasn't a 1,000 degrees, so I'll take it. Was, <laughs> right. Right. Senate County Fair coming up in two weeks. We got the RC Derby. Excited to do that. Put the trophy order in. That's going to be fun. Ian Doyle celebrating a birthday. Did you ready to put his name on the trophies for the RC week? Derby? Uh, no. No, because I cheaped out and just made them generic and didn't leave any room for engraving. That way, they're here ahead of time. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to. I got to get going. We got a we got okay. a graduation party Friday night, so we got to get get some work done. All right, we'll see everybody later. That's it for us. We'll see you next time. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. At Reckless abandoned dirty apparel. Blizzard Bash and Capital